Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything different? All right, super, super quickly before we get started here, uh, we have we're going to be kicking off the year in Carlsbad this coming week. Make sure to follow us, obviously, on our social channels as well as Callaway's social channels. Uh, there is a big announcement coming from on Friday. We'll be out there to cover that and do a whole bunch of content stuff with the Callaway guys out in Carlsbad. So follow us there and follow at Callaway Golf on Twitter, Instagram, all that. Now let's kick it off and let's get into our first podcast of 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast, episode one for 2019. We are back in the Kill House. How was everyone's break? How was everyone's time off? It was delightful. It was frankly delightful. It was good to get up uh, to the motherland near... uh Kind of Western Chicago, get a little cold weather, not too much cold weather, no snow. Why do you say Western Chicago when you really go to DeKalb? Well, west of Chicago. What do you What do you want me to say? He, he, he's embarrassed of Northern. I, I think that's. No, I think that's, that's not, what that's it not is. Not it at all. No, it's not it at all. Come on, no one embraces the Maction more than me, <laughs> except of course maybe everyone else. Everyone else here, but uh, Sully so had a great break. Thanks for asking. Good. I'm glad. Randy. Yeah, very refreshing. Looked like you had a fun one. Uh, I spent a few days in Ohio, but hurried back here as soon as possible to play as much golf as possible. So I spent five days in Atlanta, and it rained every single one of those days. <laughs> I was going to play the new Bobby Jones course there, and uh, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> there was a, it's gone, floated away. Yeah, there was a dumpster floating down the <laughs> second fairway. So, it's Mr. Jones to you, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Jones. Sorry, we've got a lot to discuss, a lot to kick off the year. First, we're going to do a little look back on 2018. Uh, we're going to do it trivia style, actually. I have compiled some trivia. We're going to put the guys through the <laughs> ringer here. They're not going to know the answers to any of these questions, and it's oh, going to be gosh. glorious. Um, and then we are going to talk about 2019, what we're excited for, new rules, um, some players coming off slumps, who's going to win the majors. We're going to get into all that. First, we got some programming notes we want to update people on. Uh, not much to really keep posted on the podcast front. Things are going to be pretty similar to last year. We're going to be doing... More different episodes, some more deep dives, and some different uh, different styles and versions. And expect a new player podcast for next week. Um, but let's start with the Taurus Sauce wrap-up. Uh, did you want to walk us through what's coming in the coming weeks? Yeah, well, we've got... Uh, I don't know when you're going to post this, but... Uh, it be tonight. Tonight. Okay, <laughs> great. Well, uh, we just posted uh, the Naren episode then. We've got uh, Brora next week. Brora the Explorer. And, of course, our season finale, uh, Royal Dornick. You'll see the dash to Dornick end in spectacular fashion uh, in the... The last episode, and that's what, the 15th that that ends, I think? I think so. The uh, Tuesday. The Tuesday, the 15th. And then the 16th, the next day, we're going to actually produ- uh, premiere our newest, uh, from the twisted mind of No Laying Up, uh, <laughs> our Wild World of Golf, uh, which is, you know, not probably surprising where we kind of stole that idea from. Uh, it's going to be a made... I have no idea what you're talking stole, about. Stole. Yeah, that's strong language. It's going to be a made-for-TV... The legend of Bagger Vance. It's going to be a made-for-TV exhibition between uh, ourselves and a couple of pro golfers. You may have seen a, a trailer for this already floating around. Block out some time for that. We're going to... We're going to make a whole event. We're going to make it. a whole event on it. Mark your calendars Wednesday the 16th. Uh, probably, I don't know, 8 p.m. Something Eastern, around that. Something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, we'll do a big premiere and we'll all kind of get on the internet and 
everyone can make fun of us as we go along. It'll be really fun. It's uh, but as far as tour sauce, sorry, I got kind of sidetracked there. <laughs> Season three. Coming up. Very soon. Uh, we are going to be headed. Uh, this is going to be our first domestic season. And uh, we're going to be headed to the left coast. Uh, we're going to be taking a road trip of sorts. That's all we'll kind of say for now. Uh, from where? Los Angeles to uh, San Francisco. And kind of hitting a bunch of spots in between. I'm sure uh, many of the people listening to this will have plenty of recommendations of what we should see and uh, stop along the way. If you have those, go ahead and fire those to us at Twitter, on Twitter, at Twitter, on the internet, online. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. And then season four? Season, Do we want four? to talk about that? No, I think we leave, uh, uh, let it linger. It will not be domestic. Yeah. It will not be domestic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's a good. There will be an ocean. First. There'll be an ocean between us and at least one ocean between us and uh, the next season. And then and then we've got uh, one more thing going on there uh, into February, right? Strapped. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't know which thing you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Strapped will be coming back. The triumphant return of Strapped. On uh, right now, we're looking like Tuesday, January twenty second. I'm very excited. We've got the trailer done. Uh, it's going to, uh, I mean... Get it, the location for that one? Can the you location is, yeah, we've, we've floated it on, I think, the trap draw or, or something. But it's, it's kind of various, uh, various points across New England, the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait for you kinda, guys to see. It kind of started as a back-to-school theme <laughs> that kind of sort of fell apart. We were going to hit a couple Whoa. college campuses. Yeah. We did that a little bit. Uh, I yeah, can't wait for you guys to see how how much episode one got to the heads of Big Randy and, and Young <laughs> Neil, and how fast the rules just got thrown out the window. Very cavalier I, with the I, setup of episode two. Of course, we could debate that. There might be some the, suspensions the cows come home. They have no idea what we went through on the road. Exactly. Out there. Yeah, we, we got in under budget. Yeah. <laughs> If I'll, you say so. I'll give you guys a uh, an update on the pro shop as well. We are pretty much picked clean. Uh, <laughs> we've got some new hats in there right now. Hats are back. Hats are back. And then a few pullovers and sweatshirts. But we're working on a lot of our stuff. We should should be fully stocked back up by uh, early February. But poke around in there. There's definitely some some good stuff still remaining. You know, We're really not going to see that lift and separate until beginning of February. <laughs> Randy, you've got one other uh, piece. One, one other one, programming yeah. note. Not really programming. Um, this is an interactive call to action. We are... <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people have talked about the world tour. A lot of people are... We know, could say that that's, about co- the world that's coming. Tour, yeah. are Greg speculating Norman. on a new world order, perhaps. <laughs> um, we have something coming along where you will get to... It's a competition for no stakes except for pride and maybe some custom merchandise at the very end. Uh, think of it like a season-long, I hesitate to say fantasy, but it's kind of like that. It, it's just a, a season-long competition that we're going to invite it. anyone and everyone to uh, to play along with us. And it's called? The Folex Series. <laughs> <laughs> the Folex Series, uh, of course, a nod to, you know, one of the many season-long races out there. So basically, I mean, you want to get into kind of what this is? We, we picked an event okay, each sure. week. Yeah, you, so you pick a team at the start of the year. It's a big team. How many guys? Uh, 30. 30 guys. So it's a squad of 30. Um, you pick you know, a certain number of guys from different pools based on their world ranking as of the beginning of the year. And it's uh, points accumulation across the tournaments. But the wrinkle, I guess, being is we've set the the – the tournament schedule 
uh, to our liking. <laughs> Based so, on which tournaments we really feel are, exactly. are the premier events in the world. So you got PGA Tour tournaments, you have Euro tournaments, you have Web.com Tour tournaments, you have the McKenzie Tour. <laughs> yeah. And so I think what will be really in- neat and fun is not only... You know, everybody's going for the Folex um, series crown, but we're also going to have uh, some sub trophies, some sub competitions, which it's going to be wild. If you win the national opens, yeah. you know that that's a big one. Mm-hmm. You have domestic opens. events. Shout out to our friends at EV Op- Easy Office Pools for helping yeah. us run the yeah. tracking. Yeah, Sean at Easy Office Pools has been cool. He's gonna they'll he'll have the the leaderboards updated every week. And so, yeah, we are going to. There'll be a there'll be a big sign up post and a link on our website uh, first thing next week. And then make sure you get your entries done before the Sony. Sony's opens the starts. first week, yeah. right? Yeah. So Sony fast. will be our first tournament in the Folex series. Possibly some Kona wins. <laughs> and what do we say is going to end it? The Aussie. The Aussie Open. The Aussie Open. Yeah. Shall we get into some trivia? Yeah, I don't know how good of an idea it is as a golf podcast to spend a bunch of time proving how much we don't know about golf but i guess <laughs> the questions that's your creative direction we'll, we'll follow you <laughs> the questions i've come up with it's actually more disturbing if you do know the answers <laughs> to these uh it's going to be a bit like whose lines anyway and everything's made up and the points don't matter i'm gonna depending on how close the competition is uh we're gonna might be adjusting the points on the fly i think it's important to note that we watched most of these events yes almost all of them but it, the remembering some of them is yeah. a little harder than you might think it would be so <laughs> randy just be... asked who won the pga <laughs> for instance <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to air you out. I but. mean, <laughs> we did watch that one together. Um, so some of these are going to be like first one to answer gets it, gets the points, and some are going to be like individually you get to answer. So to start it off, first one to answer gets three points for this question. All right. Who won the Houston Open? Ian Poulter. Tron uh, on the oh, board gosh. for three points. I had Chris Stroud in my mind for some reason. I was thinking Matt never Jones. Poulter beat. Matt Jones was a couple years ago. Poulter yeah. beat Bill Hosler. Yeah. That was all, and he shot like, God, what he shoot in the, the weekend? Was it was, that was, he, he needed to win yeah, yeah. to get in that the was, Masters God, that was and a won it. Badass event. That was, uh, that was maybe a sign for things to come for the U.S. Red Shout out to the Houston and, Open. Kind of uh, all this redesign stuff with Doak and Brooks Kepka. Excited to follow that stuff. Yeah, yes. yeah. There's no Houston Open on the schedule this year, though. Yeah. Um, Hopefully soon. All right. Who won the AT&T Byron Nelson? Uh, Aaron Wise. Boom. DJ's uh, on the board. All right. Trinity Forest. Maybe these are easier than I thought. Uh, Big Leash was bucking his head yeah, down the stretch. I don't really want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Three more of these. Who won a military tribute at the Greenbrier? Oh, Randy. Randy, this is all Randy. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> Jim Free- Justice? Freedom. Jim Justice won. Our freedom. <laughs> Uh, the troops. <laughs> Gosh, who won the a uh, military tribute at the Greenbrier? That's a great question. Defense contractors. <laughs> yeah, Lockheed Martin, <laughs> Blackwater, Eric Prince. The silence. <laughs> the silence is definitely. Uh, I'm calling this one. Hold I'm, on, hold on. You can't Google it. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. Kevin Na. Really? Oh, Gosh, I was gonna say that. I should have yeah. known that. All right. I thought that was a couple years ago. God, it, this moves so quickly. Two more. Who won the Barbasol? Aaron Baddeley? No, that was a couple years ago, I think. Grayson Murray? Nope. That was like three years ago, two years ago. <laughs> um, uh, I should know this. It was in Kentucky for the first time this year. Uh, Steve Flesh. <laughs> Frank Licklider. <laughs> the Blade. I'm calling it. John Calvary. Troy Merritt. 
Oh. Yeah, I wasn't close on that Tron- one. <laughs> that was not on the tip of my Tron's chart. boy. Yeah. Who won the John Deere Classic? Uh, Bryson. It's a major. No, that was like that was last no. year. Oh, not uh, Patrick Rogers. Um, he he went. Oh, Michael the- Kim. Got it. Oh, Randy. <laughs> All right, three, three, three across the board is the score. Now this round. <laughs> We're going to start with Randy, <sighs> then DJ. And then, the, and then the troops have three, too. And then, <laughs> and then Tron. All right. So we, what we're going to do, this is Stump the Schwab style. So we're going to go around in a circle. And you, there's 20 people that are on this list. We're going to go through the top 20 on the PGA Tour money list. Now, if you have to name one. And if you don't get one in the top 20, you're done. Okay. You, then it goes down to two people. Now, okay. It, you The further down the list you name a guy, the more points it's worth. So if you name anybody in the top five, it's one point. Okay. Name anybody in the next five, it's two, then three, then four. Okay. You've put a lot of thought into this. I, I have. This, yeah. is, this is a lot to this. So, Randy, you're up. You have to pick somebody in the top 20 of the money list in 20. Okay. Can I just make sure you guys don't have screens open? No, no, no. I'm yeah, writing yeah. down who's been set. Okay. Golf's a game. Come on. We have, more, no, we have more integrity than that. That's okay. scummy of you to even. Bryson DeChambeau. That is one point for Mr. Randy. Very safe. DJ, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to go right on the right on the line. I'm gonna You're say going for big points. I'm gonna say Mark Leishman. Mark Leishman is not on the list. <laughs> well, you no. are He right. hesitated right when he said that. <laughs> big big swing. I'm gonna take a big swing. Uh, God, what number was Leishman? He had too, to be too in there. cute. Too cute. Mark Leishman. All right, Tron. Leishman was 23. I'm God. gonna say Jason Day. Jason Day, that is worth two points for Mr. Tron. Number 10. Uh, now that I'm eliminated. You won twice. Now that I'm... Oh, yeah, no, it's great. Big Randy, back to you. Tiger Woods. That is two points for Mr. Big Randy. Yes. He was... Number eight on the money list. I'll help you out. Be your, your production you. assistant. Now. Back to Tron. Justin Thomas. JT is worth one point. Where was he on the money list there, Deej? Love that we're going with money list instead of in lieu of FedEx. <laughs> uh, Justin Thomas was number one on the money list. No free, no free ads. Next up. Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. That's worth one point for Mr. Randy. Kepka, despite two majors, number five on the money list. <laughs> That's impressive. It is. Justin Rose. Justin Rose is worth one point for Mr. Tron. Number three. $8.1 million. Big Randy looks a bit stumped over here. <laughs> we a... do have the top uh, six have been. No, there's still one that needs to be named in the top five. Oh, they haven't sent him yet. Yeah. You can go for there's a lot of points available at the bottom of this board too. Mm, my mind is racing right now. You, didn't he win twice? I'll say Bubba Watson. Bubba won three times. That is worth two points for nice. Big Randy. Number six on the money list. Oh, he was six. Bubba won three times. Dustin Johnson. Yeah. DJ, that is correct, and that's another point for Mr. Tron. All right, we Very have the, we have the top six yes. have been claimed. Okay. Very safe for Mr. Tron. We have seven seven of the top eight. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed is worth three points. Oh, number for twelve Randy. on the money list. Well done. All right, I'm going to throw a little little curveball here. Here we go. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, oh, Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley is worth four points. Oh, number oh, seventeen on the list. A good one. How there. close to the sun are these guys willing to fly? <laughs> How will Randy reply? Tron has thirteen. Randy has twelve. DJ with three now. Wasn't Scam Scam Smith? I'm going to say Cameron Smith. 
Big Randy has been eliminated. It's number 25. You are afraid. Yeah. It's a big shot. He went for the big shot. Tron has a chance to clean up right now. No credit for those Aussie Open. Webb Scrimson. Webb Simpson, two points. Oh, good one, Tron. Winning the players. Number nine on the money list. John Rom. John Rom worth four points. Number, for ni- number 19. He is playing with fire. Tron is really feeling himself right now. Philip Mickelson. Philip Alfred. Three points for, for Number Tron again. 13 on the money list. God, he is racking him up. Xander Souffle. Four more points for Tron. Is <laughs> Number he 18. reading off the, the, the money list over there? He does have the tournament list open. Listen. No, 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 no. It's just it's tournaments that are jogging his memory. I, I haven't even looked at that. <laughs> oh, kidding. man. Aaron Wise. Oh, I was going to guess. That is the end for Mr. Tron. Had a chance to rack up. Tony Finau left on the board. 28. Rory left on the board. Ricky left on the board. Molinari. Molinari left on the board. Billy Horschel. Patrick Cantlay. God. Um, Billy Horschel. You know, Rory, that's on me. Ricky, I think that goes to to Randy's point that, you know, is Ricky... Ricky may be the forgotten man. He's the forgotten man. In in this case, quite literally, the forgotten man. <clears throat> Not a great showing for me there. I feel like I no, that like I racked up some points. You though. you have twenty six points to Randy's twelve to DJ's three. I was trying to really send a message with that first one. Gather a lot of good points on that. How on cheeky the was guess. the Keegan Bradley? That was really good. That was good. Gonna have to do some adjusting of these points on the fly here. This one's now worth ten points. <laughs> if you whoever guesses this closest wins the ten points here. Okay. So if you won one million dollars on tour last year, what place did you finish on the money list? Eighty eighth. Tron says 88th. Randy is up next. We're going to go in order of points on the board. I will say you finished, or one would finish, 67th. I'm going to say, gosh, I think Tron's really close. I'm going to say 84th. 115th. Oh, my God. <laughs> points Are you Tron. kidding me? I think there might be a lot of money in golf. 115 people made a million dollars? And that's not even counting FedEx Cup bonuses. Yeah. All you had to do was select one above Tron. Well, I thought he was high, though. Yeah, but you would have won everything above I guess even if I thought he was high, I should say 87. I'm no longer trying to adjust the points for you to get back in. You're a disgrace. This is a runaway. All right. This one's also worth 10 points, though, uh, because you've opened up a huge lead. (laughs) Whoever gets this the fastest. Okay. All right, it's going to be an easier one, so be prepared. <laughs> Who won the FedEx Cup? Justin Rose. All right, DJ's fine. We're back, baby. <laughs> that's the that's the former PGA yeah. Tour employee coming out. Yeah, I, nothing nothing gets me more jacked up than. I had to Cup. think that's about it though. One. I was like, "Who did win the FedEx Cup?" Um, all right, same ten points. Who won the Masters? Patrick. I think it was DJ. I think it was, I think it was too. We can check the tape if you want. It's recorded. That's scummy. All right. DJ is now back in it. Um, okay. These Where are, are we at? Am I, am I you have shouting You have 23. Now? Tron has 36. Randy has 12. Okay. Um, <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, pick, the sh- pick your shot, man. This is worth 15 points. Who led the tour in strokes gained putting? Jason Day? No. He had such a big lead. Do you get more season. than one guess? No, you get one guess. Sorry, I just kind of went. <laughs> Damon Green. <laughs> Sergio. No. <laughs> Was that a real guess? <laughs> Justin Rose. Sergio Garcia? 
Greg Chalmers. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, oh, how did you? I don't know how you. Can you read off the top ten? I thought Sergio was a good putter. Now he he's. I think he's a slightly above average putter. This one is worth ten as well. Um, this is going to be another closest two guess. We're going to go in order. Tron has to go first, then Randy, and then DJ. How many official events were there in 2017, 2018? Official PGA Tour events. I go first? Yeah. 41. Okay. Randy? Why me? Because you're in second place. <laughs> no, no, DJ is. Yeah, DJ. You're right. Sorry. DJ's up. Uh, All right, Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. 45. Okay. Randy? Um, well, it depends if they count the match or not. That was on the schedule. That's like they count the shark shootout. They God, count I think no, yeah, no, this no, is right. Those I, I guess I'll counted. go one over. Forty-six. It is forty-eight. So Big Randy gets the ten nice. points. Ah. All right, this is getting interesting. Not really. Tron says thirty-six. DJ twenty-three. Randy twenty-two. All right. So for each of these, you guys each get to answer, um, and they're each worth five points. Did this guy win this year? Okay. <laughs> did, did Billy Horschel win a tournament this year? Yes. Interesting strategy, strategy by DJ, answering very confidently and quickly. Does that? I thought that us? was the thing. I thought we were supposed no, to. No, so you each get to answer it. Oh, sorry. Oh, were you well, answer every to, question? I, I have no idea. I'm not Zurich sure. with somebody, didn't he? So I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm going to say no. He did win a tournament this year. Five points for DJ and Tron. He what won, he, he won, won Zurich. Zurich. Uh, Sorry, I thought that was like you were supposed to shout it out. Kyle Stanley. Yes. E- yes. No. He did not win a tournament oh, that was, this year. I thought he won a tournament this year. That was last year. Shout out to Dan Gilbert. Though. Andrew Landry. <laughs> oh, God, was that this year or last year? Yes. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say yes. I don't mean to I piggyback. I think he won Sea Island, didn't he? No, uh, Patton won Seattle, didn't he? You guys keep talking before I go. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Landry. Wait, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say no. You already said yes. Didn't All right. You? He won. Oh, he won. He won Texas. Valero. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, no, too late. No. You're good. No, thanks for keeping me. You're in. good. Randy didn't get that one. All right, last one. Right. No, we have two more. Uh, Kevin Chapel. No. No. Randy's going to say yes. <laughs> You're not going to make up any ground if you say no. it. <laughs> oh, no. He did not win one. Last one, Andrew Putnam. Yes. 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 He did. Correct. He won. Uh, it was a retron. He won the Stableford. Reno. Yeah, Reno. All right. The eighth major. Mm. This one has to. This one is the worth. Taylor invitation. Uh, this one's worth twenty points because this one's impossible. And this is the last one. Okay. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is the last one. Impossible is nothing. Who won the smallest winner's check of the year? You don't have to know what the number is or what event. Who won the event? Okay. Uh, Ryan Armour. Oh God, that might be such a good guess. It's got to be like Punta Cana, right? Is that or who won Puntacana? No, I think he won Sanderson. That was just the first name off my. I have no clue who won Puntacana. I'm gonna say Troy Merritt. Shout out to the Barbasol. Randy, I think you're right, dude. I I, I legitimately don't know. Uh, Michael Kim. <laughs> it is Bryce Garnett at Puntacana. Ah, yeah. I, sh- I think I should. You were gonna. You won anyway. Yeah. So the, the, the floor is <laughs> the floor is yours around the horn style. You have one minute. For any declaration you would like to make, I want to talk about Rory Sabatini's new 
<laughs> Slova- is it it's Slovakia? Slovakia. Right? Yes. Yeah, he's a he's a newly minted Slovakian citizen with his eyes on uh, 2020 Tokyo. He's coming for Justin Rose's crown. I can't. I, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, on the one hand, it's it's kind of opportunistic, and I know his wife is Slovakian, um, so shout out to her. But on the other hand, like he will be announced as playing like he's from Slovakia now Rory Sabatini from South Africa but formerly by, from way, South by Africa. way of South of Slovakia yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah so shout I just want to give a shout out to him and I'm gonna I'm gonna give 30 seconds back to the folks to do what they want with well it's it's kind of the shout same out to his old wife by the way who <laughs> used to was the biggest menace, menace Twitter has ever seen you got to wonder if he's going to go through a similar struggle of Rory of who are you going to represent in the Olympics <laughs> sure. when it comes totally. to it so well, no I think that's that's the thing he's 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 really put himself out there he's yeah he's if if some top Slovakian players come along and bump him out and the South African guys fall off look what he's look at the mess he's created so, him so I, I think he's gonna have a big year though because he's got to get to a certain point to 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 make it actually to, make it in. Yeah, to actually make it even with the help that being a Slovakian citizen. Does this shift the Ryder Cup picture? <laughs> you have to be God, that would be yeah, the, you the have best. To be, you have that to be, be native best. born, right? For Ryder Cup? I don't think so, because Justin Rose was born in South Africa. But yeah. you, I think you can't have played for Justin Rose should be allowed country. to play in the President's Cup. I just want to know. That would know. be kind yes. of a fun wrinkle. Yeah. They should be like, yeah, you guys need maybe one more superstar. We'll yeah. give you Justin Rose. How do we, where do, what is like like defined as Europe the table to play is the question. Team. It's not EU. It's like what? That's hard. It's like Armenia. Is that like. Is it weird that this has never like come up before? No, they don't really play golf in a lot of the countries that are bordering I guess, yeah, Asia. But, I mean, I think Slovakia is, Slovakia is, like one person would you know, former Soviet well. Union or Czech Slovakia is definitely Europe. Yeah. You know, I would I would say as long as they're parent paying their fair share in NATO. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, what it, it, if you're from Turkey? Does it matter like which side of Turkey you're on? Like the Asian side or the Europe side? It's a good question. Listen, it's a question for great, a future podcast. These are all great questions. Speaking of the Presidents Cup, Loki, like really, actually, genuinely excited for the Presidents Cup this year. Actually, that's what I should have talked about. Too late. You got to win my again. Thing. No, I have another 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> he's taking it back from the people. The pre- the, I We're think, up against the commercial break. I here, think folks. it is disgusting that they scheduled the Hero World Challenge uh, the week prior to the President's Cup at Royal Melbourne. Uh, they did not schedule the Hero World Challenge at Royal Melbourne. They scheduled it in, in the Bahamas. Yeah. But that, like, that means that however many of the top 20 players in the world aren't going to go down early and aren't going to support Australian golf. And I think it's, it's a shame. It's bad. So. It's a bad look. It's a really bad look. I have no idea how it, how you go about scheduling those kind of events, whatnot, but it's a terrible, I look. think the schedule is probably pretty wide open down in Albany. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about this topic to really dive in, but who's it a bad, it's a bad look for who golf at large. <laughs> no, well, that's not specific enough. Somebody made the decision. So who made the decision that you're upset with cat, and you're upset that Cat's not doing enough to support golf. I think Cat, like, we've talked about this many times. Cat's <laughs> already supported golf too much. It's too big. No, it's Cat, and then like, all right, like my, I guess my thing is, like my if thing you're is, the PGA the tour, for Kat, maybe it's the competitor in Cat. If you're the PGA yeah. tour, why would you have the Presidents Cup in Royal Melbourne to begin with? If you're like, isn't the whole reason of having the Presidents Cup in Australia to to gain a foothold there and and grow the sport there and strengthen the sport there? I don't think so. I think the goal is to make, a lot make of money. as much money as you can <laughs> from the President's Cup. All right, I think but if, so, so then if the goal is to make as much money as you can from the President's Cup, then I don't think you're having it in Australia. 
I, I have no idea what possibly, the financial structure. I don't know. I know what you're getting at, and why don't you just have it in Asia all the time? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I just I don't know if it's just black and white. I, I, I just, regardless of whose fault it is, I think it's scummy. It's a shame. It's a shame. I don't disagree with you there. And then and then Cat goes on record as saying how much he loves Sandbelt Golf and all that. It's it's almost like he just they should play the hero he just says in Australia in press conference. That would be sweet. Move the hero to Australia. Bahamas. I mean, it is an Indian company. Way. You know they. It's closer to India than it is. There you go. They should have the Bahamas at that course in India, where they have the uh, the Hero Indian Open. Oh God! <laughs> With the styrofoam bunkers. Gary Player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, all right. What are your guys? We're gonna do a few topics here. Then we're gonna get into some questions. Uh, we're gonna talk. Hey, about... that was good. Thanks for putting those questions. Yeah, together. that was yeah, fun. That was great. Um, we. What are you guys? Everyone's gonna do. Every podcast is gonna do New Year's resolutions. But what are your guys' golf or or like anything related New Year's resolutions? What are you gonna do differently this year? Randy, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to get a new driver. I've been in need of one, and I'm very excited to hopefully our friends at Callaway will get me fitted for a new driver. Do you have a 14 club deal this year? I've extended my my formal agreement with Callaway to now include 14 clubs. <laughs> That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Good agent you must have. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to uh, – I, I mean – I resolution would be i gotta i gotta have more more commitment over the ball i i'm you gotta be more resolute i gotta be more resolute i gotta commit to shots more i'm, I'm really playing I, I said this to Sally yesterday when we were playing like you, i have a whole past life that you guys have never seen as a giant snap hook er of the golf ball and uh that's that part of me has been behind me for a long time but it always feels like it's gonna come back so now for like three years i've just been fighting against that and uh it's led to some really wipey fades i gotta get rid of that my point for your your wipey fade as you call it is you don't eliminate the left side of your golf the golf course you still hit bad <laughs> pulls like just on lines that don't but they come do back cut well sometimes <laughs> they do but like they don't cut into the fairway often enough you that's should, true the, the more you like just sack up and play straight the better you hit the ball and like the more committed you are and i Grant, I haven't seen these snap hooks you're talking about, yeah. but there's also with like I snap hooked it as a kid, but the new golf ball doesn't snap hook anymore. Like you don't have to fight that nearly as much. So well, I listen, hope that's I'm gonna stick you I'm gonna hold you to that right. to that commitment or that resolution. Tron? Now that I've fixed the ball position issue that I've been dealing with for the last seven or eight years, um, which I just moved it back about <laughs> which eight I think inches I, in my stance. I told you this like eighteen months ago. I'm like, and you can tell the folks that the the wifey fade has been largely eradicated. I'm now playing kind of a, a tight draw or straight ball. Um, I'm going to work out this year a little bit. All right. I'm not going to say I'm going to work out a lot, but I'm going <laughs> to work out a little bit because I haven't, ever since I started hitting like wipey fades, I haven't worked out. So I think those two things are related. Um, you know, there you have it. I think one thing that would be a cool resolution is something you mentioned yesterday when we got done playing, which is, the thought of uh, some sort of bet about trying to birdie every single hole at Jack's Beach over the course of a year. Yeah, so I was up, I was up in Atlanta and um, I was I was I was having lunch over to Ansley Golf Club and this, this guy walks out. He walks in from outside. It's pouring rain. It's miserable outside. <laughs> and the guy I'm with is like, "Hey, Kono, did you birdie that one? Did you birdie 17?" He, he says, "No, no, I didn't birdie 17." They have a $500 bet that <laughs> he has to birdie every hole on the course over the course of the year. And he had birdied 17 of the 18 holes by May. 
can't birdie 17. <laughs> and he hasn't birdied 17. And you have to do it in the course of a, a round. round. You can't yeah. just go but play it. if you do it, for for every month early that you do it before the end of the year, you get an extra 100 bucks. Oh, I like this a lot. So this is what, like New Year's Eve? This was like the 27th. Or 29th. <laughs> He's playing just shit conditions. Just 36 it. holes a day. <laughs> I, I think like that'd it. be a good little inter uh, inter competition about uh, trying to birdie every hole at Jack's Beach. I think would be a good a good one. Does yesterday count? Uh, I didn't make any birdies, so no. Okay. <laughs> um, I went a different way with my resolution. I just want to get. We can say yesterday counts. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. I want to get. How many holes did you birdie yesterday? Just two. Oh, okay. But it was ten and eleven. No, it doesn't count then. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Um, I went a different way with my resolution. I, I want to get back more into PGA Tour golf. It was a lot easier to do living in Europe, actually, and watching it at night and whatnot. But uh, we had a big transition year. 2018 was a big transition, focused on a lot of other projects and stuff. Shout but, out to Kelvin Benjamin. But it's time to uh, time to get back and excited about Tour Golf. Just needed a break from it. There were just too many tournaments. And it happens every year. You go through that little winter cycle and come back, and Kapalua comes back around, and we're there. I'm excited. I'm really excited to watch golf on TV this week uh, and uh, ready for PGA Tour season. This is a good week to watch golf. It I'm, is. I'm excited for this one, for sure. The spring. I mean, the, the winter spring gets me excited every year. Everything yeah. up to the Masters, and then kind of spring weather rolls around, and you just want to play, and you don't really want to watch nearly as much golf. But this is a great, great stretch, and I'm excited for it. Same. So, cool. Uh, Tron, I asked for topics you guys want to discuss, and the topic that you wanted to bring up was Rory and Spieth. You wanted to talk about them. You want to start us off there then? Yeah, I just want to get y'all's thoughts on uh, both kind of, you know, I, I know Rory won last year, but I think they're they're both coming off what, they, a weird would, win. what they would call off years. He, he was led the field in strokes gained putting for a week and won. Like yeah. he, he, didn't, yeah. he didn't strike the hell out of it and win, which I think is more of a blueprint to winning multiple times than a really hot putting week. And yeah, I think he's kind of, he had he had kind of a tumultuous off season the, the year prior uh, with a bunch of equipment changes and testing and, and you know, all sorts of stuff. Um I think he's he should come in with a clear head, and he, it seems like he's got I'm a little bit disappointed in him. He's he's kind of forsaken the European tour a little bit, um, and then Spieth comes in having gotten married. And let's all talk that. about that though. I yeah. mean, he, not forsaken. He gave up his European tour membership yeah. like before the season started. Basically, yeah, I'm not playing four events this year, which is he's like, yeah, it's not a Ryder Cup year. I don't need to play it, and it's kind of like, oh, that's. That's I mean, a little. It's pretty savage. I, I from his standpoint, it's dispiriting. From what I I'm think, sitting. like yeah. he probably is like I've probably helped carry this tour for a really long time, and it like financially he does not receive great reward for that. He has no equity stake in the European tour, and he can play bigger money events elsewhere in the world. But it was just kind of weird. That I mean, it wouldn't have taken a big lift to add two extra events. I think it would have taken to keep your European tour membership. And do we know if he has a full X series membership this year? He has taken up membership in the Folex series, okay. actually. Well, that's that's helpful. That might be no, one. if he wants to create an entry, he can have it. But <laughs> until he does that, he's not welcome. <laughs> we need to get some of these guys creating entries. Yeah, that would yes, be great. Yes, that would be good. So, sorry to cut you off there, but I just thought. No, that I just wanted to kind of pose it to the to the group. Like, I, you know, I think the the whole wedding and and it seemed like Spieth, you know, Spieth didn't know that he could miss a putt. <laughs> kind of thing and now he knows that he can miss a putt so how does that weigh into his psyche and i think it's it's two guys with very vastly different golf games but both in kind of in need of a of a comeback year both with big question marks i feel like most of the the time that this podcast has existed it's we've been trying to convince ourselves that rory is is 
back and they're going to win four or five times. It's kind of like, oh, he's right yeah. around the corner. No, he's going to really do it. Well said. And I'm a little fatigued from like believing like this is the year he wins two majors. Like this is it. So we're 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 changing that. So he might be a post hype sleeper. Might. <laughs> This is the part where I go, uh, he's also won four majors and not a lot of guys. No, I know what you mean, though. I I have come into every season feeling that exact same way. I'm like, I mean, was that last year you predicted him to win three majors, Charles? Uh, Three and a half. (laughs) Three and a half, yeah. But I have been with you every time. And I felt the same way about Spieth, too, where every every, I'm sure we'll do major predictions, but every major week, I'm like, "Ah, God, this really feels like a Spieth week. And... Yeah, this is the first time coming into a season where I'm kind of like, eh, I, eh maybe not. See, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Spieth is truly just needs like a restart. Like he yeah. just kind of got, which it seems like he got. I mean, he's yeah. he's been shut down for yeah. quite a while now. I, I I have more faith in Spieth than I do Rory. Like in, in the, immediate, the Fed, the Fed in the immediate as, short term. As Trump glossed, it. as Trump glossed Rory the Fed. <laughs> yeah, what was you that? Explain what did he say? that one. He said. Uh, yeah, I guess he he was trying to equate the Fed to a golfer who can't he can't putt or he hits can't, it really can't long, hit his wedges. Can't make putts. Yeah. yeah, see, I don't I don't necessarily think that Rory like and we're Rory's, talking about the Federal Reserve. <laughs> Rory's problems don't necessarily stem from just not being able to putt. I mean, he like had He's above a very streaky putter. strokes gained putting yeah. last year above negative above zero, which isn't fantastic. But I mean, he he was he led the tour in driving distance, was sixth in strokes gained off the tee. But fifty sixth approaching the green. I'd I mean, like to get deeper into the stats where I feel like Rory's a pretty good lag putter. It seems like he it's not three putting a lot. It's just, he's yeah. super streaky from like fifty. He leaves himself 15, fifteen footers yeah. a lot, and it's just like he, he's, yeah. When he gets hot, he makes a ton of them, and when he doesn't, it just it just it's frustrating because it feels like he's bombing it down there and just not hitting it super tight to the hole. He kind of has that a very non statistical analysis of it, but he has that fill thing when. Phil gets a ton of momentum going and then misses like a five footer. <laughs> and Rory does the same thing where it's like, dude, Rory might shoot fifty eight today, and then he he'll miss a, a four footer, a six footer, or something like that. But on the speed front, he was negative strokes gain putting last year. Like where the did he finish? Was Do you have it up on the and what strokes gain putting negative point zero three four hundred twenty third in strokes gain putting for the year, which is like that's tough. People, well, first of all, people used to claim he was like the best putter in the world. He's never been the best putter in the world. He's always had issues from close distance. He was like he had that his 2015 year. He made like 20 percent or something of his putts from 20 feet, which is insane. He it was like an unsustainable year he had in putting, and just has leveled out a little bit. But I mean, I I think it bottomed out last year. Wasn't his putting this past year like a lot of the struggles were inside of yeah eight feet? I mean, it was like the Y word was thrown around pretty cavalier in yeah. but like justified ways. I mean it was it was really not pretty for the most part of twenty eighteen. So I gotta think he'll be yeah, he'll be back in the lab. I think he'll I think he'll have it sorted out. I would think so. Randy, any thoughts on this? I, I think <laughs> we'll see gonna, what happens. It's, it's gonna be interesting. Hey, who knows, right? <laughs> I just keep waiting for Spieth to Spieth needs Spieth needs a and maybe Patrick Reed is providing the the fire, the the fire, the motivation. I, I just feel like Spieth needs. I, I want to see him pissed off. I, I don't want to see him buddy buddy with with everybody. Um, That's one of the things I like. like about I almost Rory. want him to be an aloof kind of. You want him to be a sociopath, wolf. Bit. Yeah, and he just isn't. Um, but just looking at some of his stats, I, I, he's not that far off. Like if he can get his putting dialed, his worst was like fifteen to twenty five feet. Um, and he didn't make as many from inside 10, but his ball striking is pretty good. And he's still in the, you know, 
I know Patrick Reed won the Masters, but yeah. I also think Jordan yeah. Spieth won the Masters. <laughs> yeah. Right. He pretty much did. And then he had like a ninth in the Open and the tied for 12th or something in the PGA. So he's, that's a bad year. Right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's still the right there. Floor. There's something missing with Rory, though. He, he, he just leaves a lot to be desired whenever I've watched him. It just... He's the pieces a, don't all fit right now. Would you say he's a, a thrower, yeah. not a pitcher? Yeah, I would. You know, a lot of people have bandied about the the Y word around, about your stroke as well. I'm, I'm curious, you know. Well, you seem to have turned it around. Yeah, yeah, well, that's I mean, why I'm asking. I know. Thank you. Uh, so I got kind of steep the latter half of 2018 over at the Jack's Beach Putt-Putt Adventure Zone. <laughs> Adventure Landing. Adventure Landing. TBC Adventure Landing. They have 36 holes over there. And weirdly, you know, having to to stroke so many short putts, because I never practice putting. That would be totally out of the question. Um, But just – and honestly, you gave me a good tip too, DJ. You told me that – and it actually comes from my boy Ricky. He putts with his shoulder, like his front shoulder. So I've been trying to think about that. The stroke is – you know, early returns are really good. The stroke. Switch to crosshand, which is, you know, another thing speed does well. Yeah. This... As, are we saying goodbye to the mental miss? I still mentally miss it, but I'm tentatively <laughs> saying goodbye to, like, as many yippy strokes as I used to make. I like the sound of that. I'm yeah. curious if any players are listening to this. I mean, going to the local putt-putt place could be a good way to, yeah. to really find your center, huh? Yeah, because you got to make so many just <laughs> short little delicate putts. <laughs> Do you bring your own equipment? No, I did not. Okay. Well, that could have been the putter. Maybe so I'm putting with a really rubber. L- well, yeah, that's why I'm putting with a really light uh, rubber <laughs> mallet. Is it, is it USJ conforming? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. On that note, talking about Spieth and the Masters, let's go. Uh, let's do our annual beginning of the year podcast predicting uh, the winners of all five majors this year. Why don't you lead us off, Solid? The Masters. I uh, can just plop this in from last year or the year before that. I'm taking Jordan Spieth to win the Masters every year for the next. I said 20 last year, so for the next 19 years, I'm taking Jordan Spieth. How many has he won? Just, just the one, one which is crazy. And he left a couple on. He's the table. won really like two and a half. Yeah, that yeah. is wild. I'm 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 just gonna ride with it. I think he's got a better than 10 percent chance to win it every time he lines it up. I think Spieth is gonna win it as well. That's who I wrote down. I had Spieth written down, but then I figured everyone else was going to pick him. So for the sake of variety, uh, you know, my friend Jim Nance said, no one has learned Augusta National better than Bryson DeChambeau when he was an amateur. Uh, And I think Bryson may be poised to to honor Mr. Jones, Mr. Roberts, you know, all these guys. Do you want to pick who's not going to win the Masters again this year? (laughs) Yeah, closer to the Masters. Okay. I don't think that's pretty fair to do it four months (laughs) in advance. Uh, I'm going to say Mark Leishman. All right. Did you have that one last year, too? I think I've had, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, he played well, well those first two rounds. Well, Randy and I used to Ever bet since on Sergio. Sergio cashed in. We yeah. would, we would yeah. file that along with our tax return. <laughs> <laughs> but then the one year that he won, we forgot to bet I on know. That was bad. So I, I realized this as I was typing it out. Uh, new order this year. Yeah. Next up is PGA Championship. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Who is going to win the PGA? Beth I've Page. I've got Kepka. Okay. Uh, I got the cat. I think Beth Page sets up well for the cat. All right. I had actually written down Bryson for this one. Yeah. And quick story. If Bryson ever does win a major, my friend, our friend, uh, the Hung Ghost, 
<laughs> we have a bet. He has to take me to a Reds game and sit in the diamond seats right behind home plate. If the, Bryson wins a major. If Bryson wins a major. Which what I'm guessing this was made like, like in the first like three months of Bryson's pro career and, or whatever. And I was making fun THG of THG knows yes. nothing about golf. Yeah, yeah, THG, as he's known, knows nothing about golf. But Randy, do you want to tell him about our, our bet with Tiger? Well, I kind of forget that. I think you were blacked out. <laughs> oh, that'd be why. You, you owe me two grand if Tiger two if Tiger wins. What? Well, no, it just keeps going up every time you retell it. Two grand. I thought it was like, <laughs> <laughs> but you did let me off the hook for it. Was there an out clause last year? Yeah, yeah. Todd, were you Todd blacked, out? blacked out? Blacked <laughs> <laughs> out. You, you let me off the hook. You crowned me. All right. I went with the cat. You went with the cat as well? I went with the cat. Beth Page. I was thinking JT, too, but then I was like, you know, JT can hit a foul ball every once in a while. I don't Mm -hmm. think that foul ball plays all that well. JT might win all the PGAs. That was a big... It was. He might be the ultimate club pro I mean, is it going to be super wet and... and, Probably. like, really shitty up there? It snowed in New York, like, in May this past year, and they're going to play the PGA Championship up there. Yeah. We'll see. I have no idea what those conditions are going to be Cat's a Gruden grinder, though. You know, he's going to... He's going to come show up to play no matter the conditions. U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Spieth. I had Dustin. Obviously loves oh, Pebble. I like that. The cat. Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, that's a, I like that too. Yeah. God, I kind of forgot about Fleetwood for all these picks. I might need to change my Open Championship pick. Speaking of which, the British Open presented by Her Majesty. We're just going to go out of order like that? Yeah, we had the John Deere bet. next. The John Deere Classic is the week before. That's on me. John Deere Classic winner. Sam Burns. Oh God, that's a good pick too. I'm gonna say I'm gonna support my Fred X Cup team. Say Curtis Luck, Steve Stricker. Oh, whoa, Norman Chong. Yeah, that's a good pick too. Uh, now, British Open Championship presented by Her Majesty, the Queen, the Queen, Tommy I, Fleetwood. Yeah, I had speed for this one, but I, I kind of like the Fleetwood pick a lot. But I'm gonna stick. I'll stick with speed. I will say Phil Mickelson. He's betting with his heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean. uh, I'm going with Kepka. I think he's going to have three of the four by the end of this year. He's just I think with demolish. I think with place. Pebble, has Fleetwood ever played in the AT and T? I don't but think doubt so. It. So I think putting on Poe is kind of a weird deal, right? But it's different in June than it will be February. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be like a Huge different, different golf be... course. It's pretty like that's like a marine layer. Yeah, yeah. Is that Southern California? I don't know. It's going to be different. Yeah. The Poa was really bad in 2010, and I, I feel like I uh, I floated this. I think Brandon and I talked about it. We were both like opening up to anybody that understands agronomy more than we do. Like what what the greens are going to be like at Pebble in in June. It's I really no all idea. dependent upon what kind of weather they get in the three or four yeah. weeks and what the up. USGA does with it. So there's your major winners for this past year. How pumped are you guys for the new rules? We haven't really talked about this much. <laughs> you've you've played this year. Yes. I, I, you know, you and DJ have played this year. I, Randy and I have not. It, it's it's like, a, I regret to inform took multiple knee drops yesterday. <laughs> I had to take a lot of drops yesterday. <laughs> I took three on one hole. Things were moving pretty quickly. You know, huge shout out to the USGA for really modernizing the rules and, and moving the game forward, though. Well, I wish they would have... They're so modern. God. They would not have come out with it. <laughs> Just modern as fuck. <laughs> they should have come out with them like yesterday instead of three years ago whenever it was because I would there was that period of time for like two and a half years when you were just confused as to wait what's this going to be in, in 19 and what is it now and I, I still don't have like full clarity on how all this goes and people think that now when you hit one OB you can just drop one up there and it's like lateral it's not the case like you can't you can still hit a provisional 
and like play that or if you like look for it and lose it you can drop near there but you're playing four like you're not you can playing only look for it for three minutes three minutes now you can't call it a hazard it's a penalty it's a area penalty. there's no more hazard so some of the highlights I, I highlighted here were the drop from the knee height which we've all seen which, which is, what's the point of that i really don't know it's growing the game yeah <laughs> other than that though what is it doing yeah, there's no such thing as hazard. It's all penalty area. You can putt with the pin in. Is this going to be a, like a thing? That's a disgrace. <laughs> like, is this going to be a thing where people like yeah, I putt with it in, you I putt with it out, and so like I can't think of it. Yeah, like hey man, like can better you go ahead and put that pin back in for me. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Talking to some of these caddies about it, what happens if they're playing a threesome and the first yeah. guy wants the pin out, the second guy wants the pin in, but he has to, you know, his caddy has to worry about everybody's through lines to go put the pin back in, and then I think that one might be changed pretty. I tried it yesterday. I had like a like a six foot birdie putt that my ball was lined up perfectly with the shadow of the pin. Line, so I like alignment aid. I left it in as an alignment aid, and I missed it so badly. <laughs> um, you can repair damage on the green now. So you can pay, repair spike marks. Which, so. All right, like, I do like that one. How yeah. is that? It gets away from Tron's favorite, the rub of the green. Well, a it's rub of the green, and b all right. What happens if if you know somebody just sits there and repairs spike marks for? three minutes it's a risk some people initially when this was announced like people were saying like guys are gonna like create bumpers for themselves even like touching the bottom yeah. part of a line like raising the turf a little bit to be like all right if i like that's my right bumper that's my left bumper like you know go back to the film of the 2015 open championship presented by her majesty the queen and just just go just go on youtube and look at that and you'll see somebody fixing spike marks oh god here we go was it damon green <laughs> um, there's no penalty for a ball moving on the putting green now uh, that one uh, that's fine yeah i think that's all good I, I thought that was already like was added in Anyways. yeah well that was like if it moved and it's only visible by tv hey yeah, big tc chen Rule. Yes, that is. Yeah, what's the double us. hit rule? It's, it's just, just one one shot. It's just a stroke. Oh. It's no penalty anymore. The way I chipped the other day, that actually could be yeah. very helpful. Um, so it, was, that, it would have been helpful for the or it should have been helpful the, for the cat. That's true. Does the, the, does the TC Maybe Chen? Maybe that's why he did it. Yeah. That's does true. the TC Chen dot in Wolfhammer still exist? I think I, so. I think so. I think okay, so good. For sure. I think somebody brought it up. Aaron Oberholz or somebody was bringing it up. Where will guys go back and wear start wearing metal spikes more now? It's interesting. The whole thing. Well, huge. Huge day for Tommy Armour's caddy, who doesn't have to do the little penguin dance now. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> well, Tom, well, Tommy Armour still does wear the the click clack spikes, and so he'll walk around the green. And then when he's done, uh, his caddy essentially <laughs> retraces his footsteps he, because he does it. You know, his feet are close together. It looks like a little penguin shuffling across the green because he's tramping down all of Tommy's spike marks. But now he'll just leave that for the other players. This whole thing reminds me a little bit of... Uh, did you guys all grow up Catholic? No. Hell no. no. <laughs> me and yes. TC did. Yes. When they changed... <laughs> Jesus, Randy. <laughs> when they, uh... Randy grew up in Marymont, which discriminated <laughs> no, against the Catholics. That's... Well, do you remember like when they, they did like the update to the catechism and then like all the... All the like mass stuff changed, and it was like you know really, do, really little things that would change. Yeah. It was like instead of like Lord be with you, it was like with your spirit or something. And yeah, it's it, it's you're sitting in church and you're like, dude, like what? Like I don't know. <laughs> like this whole thing I've been doing my entire life that's like pretty arbitrary, anyways, or maybe not. Maybe it's there for a reason. I don't know. But now I gotta like say something different. Like where am I supposed to look this up? Like. But now everybody else knows, and I'm, I'm like, I, that's exactly how I feel about this. Where I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to do the same thing I've done. It my sounds whole life. like you're I'm more out. of a, you're more of a, a, a spirit of the law guy. For sure. Yeah, matter, yeah, yeah. That's, ex- that's exactly right. Well said. 
you can now ground the club in the hazard. Ah, which is a new one. Ian, all right, what's the loose impediment deal? You can remove loose impediments from the sand. Shout with out Stu Sink. Yeah. Ted Purdy no well, longer. Well, yeah, has so that's a... disgusting. I don't like that. Why? You can basically, why? tee your ball up. You know, you, you like brush behind. Yeah. brush all that stuff that's away. Bad. And... Why do you? Or, I'm sorry, I said hazard. There's no such thing as a hazard anymore. You a can ground your club area. in a penalty area, but not a not a bunker. That's a penalty area. No, it's not. A bunker is not a penalty area, right? But you can pull loose impediments from a bunker. I might be out. I might be out on all. And then I'm saying, you know, I'm out on all of it. And then you can except, you for, except for tapping you, spike. Whatever you think is that. whatever you think is right, you should. You do. can remove a stone from the bunker, but you can't cast the stone. <laughs> no penalty for moving loose impediments, touching the ground, or grounding your club in a penalty area. Okay, but I think a, pe- a penalty area is not a bunker. I don't think. God, there's gonna be people listening to this that spent the time to learn all these rules. There, and they're just shouting, driving off yeah, the road, shouting at us. Why didn't they get a bunch of millennials to like do this on Snapchat? It's so much <laughs> easier on. to follow. We gotta define what a penalty <clears throat> area is. Then I think it's just a staked, red, yellow, white staked area. Hey, I, again, I just I want to I want to give a shout out to the RNA, the USGA. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were kind of joking around about this that. I hazard to even venture a guess on what they spent on the entire modernization of the rules uh, thing, but just give that money to like a golf course. Right. Like, yeah, here's well, here's here's a fund that you can use for like if juniors want to play, they can play for, well, for five. Probably give it to a few golf. I think they're yeah. tackling the big issues with these rule changes. Like what a right? stupid f- fucking waste of time this whole thing feels like. <laughs> You're right. There's a teeing area. There's a penalty area. There's bunkers and there's putting green. Randy might be the low key rules guy this year <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Road rules, Randy. Ask the rules guy. Um, all right. We should have people send in rulings. If you have any rulings <laughs> that you've had on, on, just send them to Randy on Twitter. He'll weigh in. All of them. Uh, all right, let's get through a few questions we got here. Who's going to have the best? This is from Lefty Draw. Who's going to have the best comeback season in 2019? And looking at players who slumped in 17 and 18. Well, so we already kind of talked yeah. about, so I'll take the easy one and say speed. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was going to say as well. Uh, oh, you know, I'll say, God, you know who slumped hard and became the mega forgotten man? Hideki. Hideki. That's yeah. my guy. Yeah, I, I'll say Hideki. Which is also answering another Way question, too good which is, be. can Hideki win? Can Hideki win? win? I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say Sergio, because he had that's pretty a good, good yeah. fall. Um, I'm going to go with Thomas Peters, though. Okay. Mm, that's good. I like mm. that. And that's is that's an international most, mostly in Europe? pick. I, I, you know, mostly I, over here? What, whatever. Where, where, wherever he's playing. <laughs> yeah. He always plays a split schedule. So. Yeah. Uh, from Grant W. Gates, what new rule will cause the most confusion slash headache oh, on the tour? Sounds like all of them. On oh, the, the tour oh. this year. Oh, gosh. Probably like maybe the flag. Do you think any, well, addendum, will any pros putt with the flags? Bryson's already said of, he will. I can think of only one. He said he will from any putt over 12 feet. <laughs> do they have different flag sticks at each tour event? Or are they, I, same, are they standardized? I think they do. It, don't people complain about the Augusta flag sticks? And well, how, like, while, they're, while they're different? Well, obviously. But yeah, I think that they, I think they're different, but not that different. Like, I, I don't think that they ship flag right. sticks around. No. You know, I guess sure you have go to go with whatever the club has. Yeah. So. I think I'm really, really, really curious to see somebody get like if you don't drop from knee height, do you get assessed a penalty? You you have to drop from knee height now. So I don't know what I don't know. I don't know if that means like, like how stupid what happens if you is that do it? Look what happens if you do it mid thigh? <laughs> like accidentally you don't know like your depth is off and you do it from the middle of your thigh yeah. instead of your knee. 
Well, I think what anything if Fred above it is fine. Back? Right? Anything yeah, above what if, it. What is if fine. Tiger can't no, bend like down? You have to do from knees. knee height. I also don't. I've, I've screwed up like five of these. So <laughs> I might not have them right. It's gonna be like the Catholic school, like the skirts in Catholic schools, where they're using the the ruler to. Uh, I feel like the USGA, the USGA could have looked at Catholicism to avoid a lot of these road bumps. <laughs> you must. A lot of these mistakes have already been made. Your ball must be let go from knee height and fall through the air without touching any part of your body or equipment. And, and does it list the penalty? For, for not adhering? I think that's pretty heightest by the USGA. <laughs> well, and the top of your knee is a exactly. lot higher than the top of my knee. Exactly. I think that's... Maybe you should be able to place. Maybe, maybe Skip Bayless was playing the long game all this time, talking <laughs> about how Ricky was too short to win. <laughs> does, does that change Skip Bayless's opinion on Ricky? No, well, if anything, that gives, yeah. that gives Ricky a, an advantage. Is Ricky slumping? Is he a bounce back guy? I don't. I think he had a pretty good year. He was in the top twenty on the money list. I mean, that's. I guess it's all relative. It's right, all Randy? relative. He has like the same year every year, doesn't yeah, he? That's true. Yeah. He just didn't. You guys are coming around to my camp, though, aren't you? <laughs> I know this, TC. I he's think, thirty now. I think this year is kind of a big one. TC says some stuff offline that really <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> um, Richie Ramsey, our uh, our Scottish friend who plays on the European tour, if you were to move a WGC outside of the U.S., except for Mexico and China. Who would have one, and what course and country do you have it at, and why? Hmm. Cullen. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that would be incredible. Now, uh, gosh, I don't know. I mean, I, I know we've always said Australia would be an awesome yeah. stu- Australia. Australia would be an awesome WGC. Logistically, it's tough. It's difficult, obviously. I feel like it's got to I mean, be. I don't know. Is that any tougher than having a WGC in freaking China? Where like golf well, is basically but illegal, but it's part of the whole. I just mean like logistically, yeah. like people getting there and players actually and have back to go. for the next yeah. week. Like yeah. and the the China one's easier because you got Malaysia and you've got now Japan and yeah. Korea and all that stuff. But I would say, I mean, I think it'd have to be in the UK somewhere. Just get I would, another. I was going to say line. Like there used to be another, the yeah, American, the American Express, Express in Ireland. Like something on a links yeah. course is what uh, I would. I would say and anything. GB just, and I would be. Yeah. Let's just awesome. preempt anybody. Coming in hot and say, "Well, yeah, there's not the sponsorship dollars. This is assuming, yeah, sponsorship yeah. dollars wherever, because that's the reason that there's like, you know, the the British Masters can't even get a sponsor, much right. less the WGC yeah. there. I don't know what court. Like, if we were going to say UK I mean, or Ireland, like, what what course would you pick? Like, what course would you want to see? Every well, we're going to get one Lahinch for the Irish Open this year, which yeah. is one I would I would want to see like a big tournament, at, which is going to be that's going to be awesome. But I mean, I mean, how many courses in Scotland alone would we want to see a tournament at every year? Yeah, a lot. That's yeah. why I'm asking which one you'd put at the top of the list. Top of the list? Turnberry. I'd like to see yeah. something go back to Turnberry. If the yeah, RNA is cool. not going to go back there, which obviously we understand why, but that course has all been redone. That'd be fantastic for a tournament. I'm going to go to Japan. Yeah? Yeah. At the, the course that Bill Murray plays in Lost in Translation. <laughs> Make it Suntory time. <laughs> Um, Good question. Mash NL says we've had the match, which basically was an acceptance test for golf betting in the U.S. How big of an influence do you think the gambling industry and the money it generates will have on golf in the coming year? Says think TV schedules, tee times, and pairings. I don't know if we know the answer to it, but I th- I think I've been thinking about this and that you know we talk a lot about how golf went from like this size to Tiger being there to this size, which is much bigger, and like where it goes from here. The only thing 
like the tour and professional golf can do to keep golf big is something huge, like allowing gambling, on-site gambling, in live betting. It, live betting on showing graphics on TV, which that didn't really add a lot to the match. But getting people to watch just because they have something at stake is going to make people watch more than the young guns on tour are really turning it Think around. Think about how hard that would be. Like, let's say, let's say a ton of money comes in on so and so hitting a certain shot, and then CBS doesn't even show that <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That well, I mean, is this is this five years out? Then when like the tour maybe has their own network where these things are all being shown or what? I don't know. I have no I, idea. I, think- I don't think it's gonna. Gosh, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna. Change. I don't think it will change that much, just because like he's talking about or she is talking about, you know, schedules and that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, you can. You're only gonna play when the sun's up, and you know, you're gonna show it live. So I think it, you your, just your TV like, window's pretty fixed. But I think adding things to the telecast for sure. Like I could see it changing that, but I don't. I don't know that it'd be a huge wholesale thing. I mean, you're still showing the shots. It's not. It's like, an add-on. It's, it's an, an add-on. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I was gonna say unless they like innovate new things to bet on yeah because you know (laughs) you could bet on a lot of golf stuff up to this point i I don't think it moves the needle that much i don't think it moves it but i think it's like a logical next step that should be taken we have to embrace some kind of change of some kind and the tours actually seems to be somewhat out ahead of this and has like all these because they see dollar signs yeah yeah, of course definitely it's the real real time betting stuff too because you have I mean, everybody wants to talk about, you know, how golf is, you have all these front row seats and you know, everybody can get as close to the players as possible. Like, that's not really ideal for yeah. gambling. I don't know if you ever sure. saw the fan with Robert yeah. De Niro. There's very, there's very differing <laughs> yeah. levels of, of, of information. Yeah. Too, you know. Very true. I, I don't know how exactly it would work because it's so, all so timing based, right? I mean, all the shots that's are shown on delay. wild. Yeah. If you see, I mean, even if you think about how shot link works. And you have volunteers entering scores, and then like, kind of like all the game, everything gambling it. would yeah. only all go back to data feeds. Yeah, right. So, like the data feeds run everything and move all the lines, and then it's like who's controlling what gets entered into the data feed and when, and are it's they allowed to place box. a bet before they can enter that this was hold out and like. Yeah, and shit but is wild. that's why like everyone, yeah. I think even including the volunteers, have to sign the the form sure. saying like they're oh, yeah, not gambling on PGA Tour events yeah. in any way. And every, I'm sure that stuff's solvable. I mean, I'm sure every other sport has their version of this, but yeah. God, golf it just seems like it's it's turned up to a hundred. Well, I do know there's certain things where you know certain <clears throat> sports betting operations or like they've they've imposed a certain delay yeah. before you can bet on something because people were front running yeah they were feeding information the lines were updated yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's been a, i think at pga tour events there's been instances where like there's been information being fed somewhere like through earpieces and stuff that is faster than tv and faster than you know like if you know if you can live bet on the winner during the event mm-hmm. it's like all right well phil just hit it in the bunker and like his line hasn't shifted right. yet exactly um and yeah so that that's kind of the part where it's ugh, man with so much action going on in so many places at once it's not like basketball or football where there's quarter breaks halftime breaks where you can clearly set the line yeah. for the second half it's well, and then you talk about too like the all the all the corruption going on in tennis like it, like you'll get crazy amounts of money coming in on a second round matchup at you know the u.s mm-hmm. open or the australian open a lot of it's just russian money coming through london yeah. it's cr- like that that opens the pga tour up to that same stuff in yeah. the euro tour for that matter 
Well, I mean, yeah, the, all the caddies and everything had to sign those those betting agreements because it's like, all right, yeah, I know that Daniel Berger is going to withdraw after one hole at the WGC, and you can bet whoever he's paired up against in a in a live bet or for that for that bet for the day, you could bet the other guy, and like sharing of that information is not allowed anymore. So that was another guy I had as a as a kind of a bounce back candidate. I think he's post hype sleeper a little bit. I think he's that candidate. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by to find out what this, I'm not, I won't think I'm going to be a big participant in it. I want like legitimately, I wonder like if we're allowed is if we're media members, are you allowed to bet on stuff that you're, you may have inside info on or like, I have no idea. Right. I mean, it's, it's good. It, all of these messes are going to become a real thing. I, I think, think the live betting stuff is not my thing at all. I think the, the, as far as I get into it and it seems like you guys are kind of the same way as like, it's fun at the beginning of the week to put. 10 bucks or 15 bucks on three or four guys yeah. and just it's, follow it, how they play throughout it's entertainment the week. Like, yeah, but I don't think any, any of us are really trying to get rich on, <laughs> which is a good idea because it would be a disaster. A few more to get to here. A Swiv 8 says, rank your top three Masters winners based only on how much, uh, how must see the jacket presentation is because they won and Reed has to put a jacket on them. I think that's a short list of Chris Hack from UGA, <laughs> uh, Kevin Kisner, Kevin Kisner, Harris English, Norlander, Brian Harmon. Uh, no, I think Spieth. Spieth would be interesting. Sure. Furick. I think Rory would Furyk be, would be great. <laughs> Didn't Kisner just air him out? Yeah, he claimed it was off the record, but yeah. I mean, I think Rory would be interesting just because that whole thing comes full circle. I don't, I don't think there's any animosity yeah. between the two, but. You know, that would be rich. Basically, any of his old UGA teammates that, yeah. that Kisner was referring to. So, uh, Stupa Robbins, I constantly hear and read golf is in a great place. When was golf in a bad place? Would love to know for comparison's sake. Love this question. Uh, uh, what flashes to my mind is I think it was 2000. Gosh, was it 11? Around then, when, when Bison Cat got hurt. When you had Webb Simpson and Luke Donald fighting for the money title. That was a rough uh, one. And Luke Donald was number one in the world Luke from for a long time. May 2011 to March 2012. And I love Luke Donald. And, you know, Listen, no one, loves, no one loves Luke Donald more. He's from he Western Chicago. Yeah, he <laughs> lives in <laughs> Western Chicago. Northern Northern Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> big, big Northwestern. Uh, Chicago's Big Ten team. Uh that wasn't I mean that wasn't great just I mean that's the worst of, of since we've been covering golf but that was obviously it changed hands like 50 times yeah Lee Westwood Keimer was number one and it was, was 2006 like low-key a bad time for golf so that's, too? those are the first two time frames I thought of basically between like 11 and pre Spieth really I think was kind of a rough time for golf I mean Cat came back in 12 and won three times he won five times in 13 I think um, and then when he got hurt, it was like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And then Rory won two majors in 14. Spieth kind of came up in one, uh, one, two and 15. That was kind of a resurging time, I think. But yeah, after the knee surgery and after like cat post scandal, that whole time frame when like all he was winning was the hero world challenge was, it was a dark time in golf, but Oh six, like obviously look at the U S Ryder cup team in 06 <laughs> and like some of the guys he was beating in those tournaments. Yeah. That was like, I don't, I'm not sure what Lou Brown was getting at on the next one, by by the, the quote, like saying, uh, tiger dominated a weak era, which we'll get to this quote in a second, but like, that's kind of a, like a tiger ain't played. T- nobody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want Bama. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to put the tinfoil hat on too much, but I mean, also who's saying that it's a great time for golf. 
It's like yeah, the PJ Tour and Golf Channel. <laughs> like, yeah, what a great time to be watching, to be sitting on the couch watching golf. <laughs> like I don't hear fans being like, "God, I'm just fucking overcome with how great golf is right now." It's like yeah, yeah, it's good. I would say like pre '97, that like mid '90s era was probably like not comparative yeah. to what came next. Like not as good of a period of. Why golf. do we talk about it, oh, golf yeah. in that in that? way too where like, well the, again do, who's do the we, we? Ever, who's the we in that do sentence? we ever talk about golf or like football or basketball well, yeah I think a little so. bit because nba sticks out yeah like the nba well, they had the cloak area with... era and all that <laughs> well and after jordan retired yeah it, the iverson era was got bad. a little bleak or so people said again I, you know it's you guys are baseball fans but like you can't pay me to watch baseball i, I think more than anything it's it's just good fodder for like a bar conversation more than anything yeah. uh but yeah baseball is a little bit like that some people would argue football is in a bad spot because because yeah. of the, the whole kneeling the cucumber thing it, it's hard to know in the moment though but i i would really listen to an argument that golf's like not in a good spot now just because of all the equipment and i, I, I think uncertainty. You, I, I think i don't think you're listening i think you're making that argument you should have a ted talk about that yeah, I think you like could have made that before Tiger just. I, I agree with you, that and that's funny. where I think we're on the back end of a really good time. Yes, and I think five years from now it might be bleak. Yeah, but but then again, is it? It's but, a bad time. All right, so that'll be a bad bleak. time for golf professionally, but it, it could be a great time for golf recreation. Recreation, yeah, yeah, right, for, for sure. sure. I agree. All right, Lou Brown says nest mode. On a scale of Rory struggles because he's too short to Tiger dominated a weak era, how embarrassed should I be to admit that Kapalua is my second favorite event of the year after the UK British Open presented by Her Majesty? <laughs> I don't think you should be embarrassed at all. No, I think everyone gets excited this time. Yeah, it's prime I'm time. psyched to watch this. You got rolfing, talking about the Kona wins. Kona yeah, wins. We got, a, we got a personal connection. We got Alex Urban, a buddy of ours, took over as tournament director. First year, first... Uh, his first tournament kicks off tomorrow. That's very exciting for him. Rory's playing this Rory's year. Playing. They're going to blow up the course after uh, after play yeah. concludes. And, yeah, total and redo. Core and Crenshaw are coming back over. So they'll probably be there this this week to check Talk things out. That's stuff. always yeah. always enjoyable. Maybe get them in the t- in the booth. That'd be fun. I love that. Uh, the telecast is always super laid back and whales. It's, just, yeah, it's, it's a one time where you can. You got like, Rich Lerner and those dudes yeah. wearing the Aloha shirts. <laughs> Always, everybody loves that. It's great. You know what? The, and Ricky. Ricky will be wearing some goofy <laughs> shit, I'm sure. It's not it's not quite as good this year because Cooch isn't there. That's true. But he might be there. He's just not playing. Well, yeah. he's probably spending the whole month of January. The Ooh, tour is important. That'd be a power move. Didn't Mickelson used to do that? Yeah. He, oh, he would go yeah. vacation, <laughs> but not playing the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> On that kind who's, of note. Who's not playing? Sorry. I don't Tiger's not. Tiger and Phil. Tiger Phil. And, is Brooks playing? Um is Justin Rose? I, I think there's one other top like top five player. Phil's not playing. Phil's not playing. I know. One other top like big time winner is not playing. Um, but more, uh, to, more to come. Yeah, that. we'll see what happens. <laughs> we don't know who's who's playing. Uh, looking for, on that note, kind of what are events the event you're looking forward to maybe the most this year? Exclude majors, well, but what event are you looking forward to the most? Gosh, I'm really I'm psyched for the Detroit event. Um, I think seeing them go back there is going to be really cool and ditto for the minnesota event too i think that kind of upper midwest upper midwest swing in the midsummer is gonna be really good i think that's really cool of you to you know to, to put your you know, put a big hug around the big banking uh subprime mortgage industry like that. thank you 
Aside from those, like it's kind of other than the players has moved and a couple other events have moved small spots. It's hard to. I'm kinda, psyched yeah. for the players. I, I, I am hope too. the weather's. I'm really psyched for the players. I hope the weather's biblical. Yeah, uh, just from a wind perspective, because it's oh, God. It's always so hot. It, it has been the last like three or four years. And they dumped basically every piece of oversea that they could possibly <laughs> <Yeah>. find <laughs> on the course. Uh, God forbid it's dormant. I think. Yeah, I think that the players in March is going to be awesome. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, there's not. not uh, the British port- Masters at Formby. Yeah, it's gonna be or no Hillside. Hillside. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Yeah, um, psyched for that. Riv every year yeah. is a treat. Of course, of course. Um, Tom Quinn eight. This is one of the. Mo- this is a great question. You can place your ball any distance from the green, and you have one shot. If you hit the green, you win that distance in yards, uh, in dollars. If you miss the green, it costs you that amount in dollars. What distance do you choose? Depends on green size, one. But yeah, what's between you and the green? But and, and what kind of greens they are? Yeah, I would say for think, myself. Think of the most basic shot you can think of: a normal size green, whatever that is in your yeah. I I'd, I'd say like one fifty, one sixty, just an eight iron. I I like legitimately. I think anything inside of seventy yards, like I f- don't feel confident on hitting the green right yeah. now. I'm gonna say two seventy. <laughs> You're gonna bet two hundred and seventy dollars that you'll hit the green from two seventy. Yeah, because I get can we go? Can we go do that? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, I'll take, I that, take bet. that bet. <laughs> I was gonna go like one twenty, probably. Yeah, that's probably like where my more than fifty percent chance. Yeah, I was gonna say something comfy, like ninety. Sure. That's a good question, though. That is a good question. I like that one. We may have to try that. It might yeah. be a I thought we were talking about video. Th- like thousand. I thought no. I didn't know we were putting up our own money. <laughs> you gotta yeah, listen to the question. I thought we were talking about like two hundred. You win two hundred seventy thousand dollars. Like Wait, what? Like what you think? <laughs> How are you talking about? What you think the like the kind of finding where the sweet spot is this is how you end up with you guys bets that you don't know what anything (laughs) is like that wasn't even close um a lot of people asking this this is from ricardo ivano would would be interested in your take on rose changing equipment suppliers after a year slash spell where he reached number one in the world a lot of people are a lot of interest in this. This is, I mean, this thing, these things happen. Listen, ca- frequently, cash rules everything around me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, whatever he wanted to get from TaylorMade, obviously, wasn't going to get it. I don't, I don't know. I don't have a ton of a ton of insight or thoughts or anything. It's just, I, I, I think that the equipment, especially irons. I know this, this will get Tron going, but I think they can. I, I think especially when you're making a. Uh, prototype especially you know a what proto a proto the rose proto i think you can probably make it fairly similar uh i'm surprised on the driver stuff it seems like he's always driven the ball really well with and he's been with TaylorMade for like 25 years <laughs> it seems like so i don't know i i'm not I, i'm not as worried about like say this uh move as i would be like the bubba volvic yeah it's not disaster of a couple of years ago <laughs> guys fill me in who's he switching to hanma Allegedly. Hangma. Hangma. <laughs> Allegedly Hanma. It could be it could be a Nike with a <laughs> a Mura stamp. Mura stamp with a with a Hanma stamp over the top of that. <laughs> I'm not a gearhead, so honestly I have no, yeah, no, we're, we're no not thoughts. Really either here, but it's just it is interesting that a number one ish player in the world would would make this transition. But well here's, a lot of weird here's stuff the other thing though, is like if this and this is kind of the Justin Rose syndrome. Uh, is if this was Rory, 
and Rory just had the season that Justin Rose had, and Rory went to Hanma, like it'd be literally the only thing people would be talking about. It's actually a very good point. And because it's Justin Rose, and I we've covered this topic a number of times on this podcast. But because it's Justin Rose, people are just kind of like, ah, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, What's yeah, he maybe. switching to? Cool. Uh, I think that's the correct. Which yeah. sucks for Justin Rose, but also like uh, it's just kind of the way the world works. Well, this, I don't know the, the gentleman that wrote in, but the, uh, one Englishman wrote in and said he was disappointed in his countrymen for taking the money. Really? Uh, yeah. It was kind of like, I don't know. It's, I love that. It's a very, it's a very <laughs> socialist take. And then we are going to get out of here. Why would you be moment. disappointed in the money? Like, what are you just. Or just like that he would sacrifice his game for the money is how he the, viewed it. Like, which, oh, I see. Yeah. So, well, we wait to, we'll wait to see. Yeah. See if he, if he sacrifices his game, I guess we could talk about that. But we haven't seen anything yet. Mitten Golf Tour, last question. If you could pick only one month to watch PGA Tour golf in 2019 based on the tournaments and courses, what would you pick? Gosh, that's a really good question. Uh, there's an easy answer. PJ Tour it, golf. I think. Just watch the month of golf. It, it includes well, a big, majors and anything. A giant. A, oh, that's yeah. humongous. I think. Right. Well, well I would say July. Uh, yeah, I would say if, if it's if it's all if golf, it's all if, golf, if it's golf at you, large. I'm saying. July. What do you have? Yeah. You have like Lahinch and then Portrush mm. and then uh, yeah. Uh, I forget. There's another one. Right, but, oh, Renaissance. The Renaissance. John Deere. John Deere. I hadn't thought of it from that perspective. No, he said he did say PGA Tour golf. I was That's I thought you were saying based on majors. Like you include majors in that. What would you say? What's the if easy it's answer? It's just PGA Tour May. golf. I'm saying February. That's what I that's what I wrote down. February is the easy one. February's Pebble, Riv, it will know. Cocoa Beach Golf. You get the last Chapultepec. You get the National. you get the conclusion of the Phoenix. Yeah. I thought May with Quail, Trinity Forest, Beth Page, Colonial, Muirfield Village is a pretty good combo. Can I go? Yeah, are we in the good. Are we in the nest? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> no. Beth Page doesn't really do it for me. No? No way. Me, me neither. No. I, I, don't, I know people ride super hard for it, and I don't know. I think it's probably a pretty good test of championship golf, but it's sure. a place that I really don't have a whole lot of desire to play. Yeah, it seems like you just get punched in the face. <laughs> that weather I don't know. might be not good this year. Which is sweet. Like, that's, know, which that cool. makes yeah. me excited for it. Yeah. All right, we'll wrap it at that. Uh, this was a longer one. Uh, quite a big edit job on some of these for, <laughs> for me. But uh, looking forward to 2019. Should have a new episode next week uh, coming out soon. We're off to California. And uh, California. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be back soon. <laughs> cheers. Cheers, cheers. Crack on. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, that's... Better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most!